everybody. This is uh, your boy Corey Easley, and uh, oh, what's up, America, and everywhere else in the world. My my set my setup right now is real. It, my shit is bootleg right now, bro. Like my shit is like trying to hold a bunch of groceries in a wet paper bag, <laughs> and I'm not trying to go that far. But shit is starting to fall all over. Like shit is like. If I go down to pick something up that I dropped, I'm going to drop something else. You know what I mean? Like, that's where it is. So please bear with me. How y'all How y'all doing? I've been watching a lot of uh, My 600 Pound Life, Dr. Now, now, now Zardian. I don't, I don't know 100% if I'm saying his name correctly at the moment, but trust me, I've been watching a lot of the show. This guy has this attitude that he wants to help people. But he doesn't want to sugarcoat nothing. He wants to, and 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 I love his his approach. I think a lot of people are afraid to be this brutally straightforward with people, and um, you know, people like to say that they are. You know, I'm sorry, my my biggest trait is that I'm straightforward. You know, it's so funny the evolution of uh, describing yourself to other people. I remember when I Jesus Christ. You probably heard the cat come in here and say me out. I'm going to keep rolling with it because I'm a professional. Um, I got 8,000 downloads now. So, you know, I'm Hollywood. Anyway, so doctor, uh, people used to do this thing, right? You watch reality shows. They were all over TV. MTV, the E! Channel. Uh, e! Channel. And what else was there? VH1 and all those uh, channels. From It was like, if you lived in New York, it was like channel 50 to 55, I believe, that showed all those uh, shows. Somewhere in that little area of channels, that's where all the music videos, that's where all the, this is what famous people do shit. That's where all those old TV shows like Room Raiders, um, Next, remember Next, when it would be like a contestant trying to find a date, and there would be like five people on the bus trying to win a date with this person. And uh, the person would come out, and sometimes this on-site, it would be like, next, on some, I'm not attracted to that person type shit, like straight up, right? You could never do that show today. You could never do that show because everybody's attracted to everybody, right? Right. Anyway, um... Yeah, so I got 8,000 downloads now. What was I talking about? Um, microphone, microphone, microphone checkup. Um, I've been working like crazy. So um, what happens is we do this thing in life where people, like we get busy for a long stretch of time and we keep saying things to ourselves like, you know, once the schedule levels out, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go get a pedicure. Next thing you know, you got fucking pterodactyl feet. Because you never got the time. So you got to like squeeze stuff in. Next time my schedule levels out, I'm going to give my dad a call. And then three months go by and you haven't spoken to your dad. You know, shit like that. Next, you know, next time my schedule levels out, I'm going to call somebody that I've been supposed to have dinner with fucking months ago. And then you never have it. So there's no such thing as your schedule leveling out. You know what? You know what? uh, The opposite of that is COVID quarantine. Everybody's sitting in their house, reevaluating their lives, going, well, what the fuck? Like, I guess I just am an alcoholic now, or I guess I, um, I'm into sewing now, 
I guess I just watch TV all day. I guess I'm trying to be on my 600-pound life because all I do is just order food. Somehow, all this type of shit was happening. Because I know this because I work in the fitness industry and people kept coming back going. Even years later, even, you know, even in 20, what is this, 2023? Even in 2023, people going, you know, after COVID, I da 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 And you would be like, damn, like, uh, you would think that enough time has gone by that maybe you got your shit together. But you don't underestimate it. Times are different. Times are different. Um, where, where, where am I going with this? Where I'm going with this is... Being busy is good. Being busy is better than not having shit to do at all. Because one day, you're going to get to a point where you're looking around at everything that you've accumulated. And you're like, I just have all this shit. And I paid for this chair that I was really excited about. Now I'm sitting in it. And it sucks now because my ass has like, or the chair has molded to my ass. And when no one's around... I've been ripping crazy farts directly into the cushion of this chair. And now the fabric is starting to disintegrate because I'm gross. And you're like, well, I have nothing to do, right? And, and let me ask you guys a question, right? Like you can answer me. What do we do? We rearrange the furniture. We start becoming our parents. We start doing the shit that our parents did. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I would come home sometimes and the fucking couch would be on another wall and my mom would be like, yeah, I just, uh, I just moved the fucking couch, you know, because I felt like it, I needed a refresher and that's what people do. I didn't understand it quite like, I didn't understand it at all when I was a kid. I was like, okay. I mean, I like the chair where it was, but I guess you needed to do, or the couch rather, but I guess this is how you spent your day. Not that my mom was really home that much, but it might have even been in the middle of the night shit. All I know is she would move furniture around. It's probably a weekend activity for her. Um, but anyway, yeah, you just got to start finding shit to fill your time. Right now, every now and then we get so busy and we get so overwhelmed. And I think I figured out the secret to being busy and not losing your mind. The secret to being busy and not losing your mind is making sure you're well hydrated. Making sure you're well fed. Making sure you've gotten good sleep. These are just basic health things. Making sure you've taken a fucking shower and made your hair look good and washed your face. Maybe you shaved. Maybe you cleaned up that fucking scruffy beard a little bit. Maybe you manicured it so it looks nice. Maybe you did your hair. Maybe you got your nails done. I'm talking in general, right? Everything I'm saying could apply to anybody. Man, woman, he, she, they, them, it doesn't fucking matter. All we all that matters is we're taking care of ourselves, right? How to navigate your life while you're busy. Basic things. Like basic hygiene, basic nutrition, getting good sleep. All the things that they told you when you were a kid that you need to do. When you were a kid, your parents made you do it, right? They'd be like, turn the fucking TV off, brush your teeth, and go to bed. And you'd be mad about it because you were watching You were watching that. I was watching that. I was watching Nick at Night, watching Laverne and Shirley, watching a couple of fucking old ladies. I have no idea what's going on. Watching Three's Company with John Ritter on Nick at Night, watching the fucking Jeffersons, you know, or watching cartoons. I was a late night cartoon guy too. Right? The fucking Flintstones used to come on like every night, Scooby-Doo. 
Um, Hanna-Barbera cartoons were some of my favorites. Um, but anyway, yeah, you, you, all the basic stuff that your parents told you to do when you were a kid are some of the most valuable things that you can take into adulthood, right? Like, I learned how to take care of myself as a kid. And what happens is I think we start trying to rebel so much from being told what to do by our parents that we just go in the opposite direction. Um, and we don't take care of ourselves. And we, cause we just feel like, you know what? I'm free now. I can do whatever I want. I don't got anybody. I don't have a bedtime. I could eat fucking, I could eat nachos at 11 o'clock at night and watch three more hours of Netflix, even though I got to work at eight o'clock in the morning, right? And then I'll get up and won't eat breakfast and I'll say some dumb shit by, by the time it's like 1 p.m. and I'm eating a fucking, I don't know, I'm eating a goddamn fucking burrito from Taco Bell. Like, it's the first thing I've eaten all day. People do shit like that. Like, this is a, that's an extreme example, I think, but it's not an extreme example to somebody. Somebody's like, that's my real life. That's my real life every day. My first meal I've eaten is at one o'clock. I slept for fucking three and a half hours and I've worked all day. And then people walk around going, I'm just so fucking depressed. And it's like, well, you know, I'm sure that you have some issues that maybe you need to work out. But also, I think you could do a little bit better on taking care of yourself. When you watch my 600 pound life, Dr. Now comes into the room and there's a person who is super morbidly obese and he always starts with this so why are you here pretty essentially right i'm not going to do the accent or anything like that why are you here and the person's like i want to fucking i'm tired of living in this prison of a body and then he's like well what have you been doing to start changing that like those, his questions start to sound like that. They just start to sound like, are you beginning to help yourself? Are you beginning to make decisions that are going to lead you to be happier and healthier and improve your quality of life? Or did you come here assuming that I was just going to fix all your fucking problems? And... People never, nobody wants to admit that, right? Like nobody wants to admit like, hey, um, yeah, I came here so you could make me feel better about everything that I've done to me. Um, nobody admits that, but you can see it very quickly. Oftentimes you'll see these people show, they'll, they'll be on their way to meet the doctor and they'll pull, pull up to a McDonald's drive-thru and be like, yo, let me get two number twos, three apple pies, a McFlurry, and fucking four large fries. And then they'll look over at the other person in the car and be like, did you want anything? <laughs> and then they'll go to doctor now. You know? And I'm using this as an example, but I just feel like... I just... I know so many people that everybody's going through some tough things, right? And I look at, like, I look at my mom a lot. My mom is so tough. She's so strong. She's such a strong woman. And sometimes we get tired, right? Like, I, I consider myself to be a a mentally and emotionally strong individual. However, there are moments where I'm like, fuck, like, do I have to just, do I have to always be strong? I know we ask ourselves this, like, I'm tired of learning shit the hard way. Why do I have to be strong right now? Can I just chill? And sometimes life doesn't offer you that, right? Like, hey, cat's going nuts. 
Um, sometimes life doesn't offer you the option to just put all the craziness on pause. So you got to do your part, right? Never, like, I know I'm, you get so good. You get to a point where like you start to feel pathetic and miserable and weak and you start to be able to identify what it is. You know, here's a, here's a secret. It's not a secret. Like I've been keeping it from you. It's just a tip that helps me out to get through my days, right? I'm a, new, I'm a fitness professional. I'm also a new certified nutrition coach, which means if you ask me a question about your diet, I can go, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And then if you say, can you make a meal plan for me? I can go, I can refer you to this person who's qualified to do that. That's how that certification works. Now, um, which is fine, right? I can still talk about things with you. Um, but what I do for myself personally is I'm not much of a sweets person and I'm not bragging. I'm not over here like, yeah, man, I just fucking, you know, I just don't, I never think about having a Snickers, right? But I'm such a, I'm such a food dude. Like if I'm hungry, like I'm not thinking I want to snack on something sweet. I'm thinking I want a gigantic burrito with steak double steak, rice, all the shit inside it. I want it to be spicy and I want it to be heavy and I want it to be the size of my forearm. And I want when I bite it, I want it to get so fucking messy that I have to never put it down until it's done. Because if I put it down, now it's a platter because it just fucking unfolds on itself because it's such a messy, heavy, you know, like... A child would not be able to finish this. You have to be a fucking big adult behemoth to eat this burrito. And that's how I feel when I'm hungry, you know. But people, but not everyone's like that, right? But what I do is every time I eat, I write down the t- I keep a food log. I write down the time that I ate and I write down what I ate. And it's not like, there's no like restriction. I'm not like on a carnivore diet. I'm not on a keto diet. I eat tons of carbs. I need to based on what I do, especially for my fitness. Um, And it really helps because like there's days where I feel, fuck, I feel so weak. I feel so drained. I feel so out of it. And then I'll look at my shit and I'll be like, well, I haven't eaten in three and a half hours. And I worked out for two hours today. So that explains a lot, right? And then you go in and you make sure you eat something, right? Like, so you start to identify, like, I see all these quotes and shit all over social media that talk about the best relationship you can have is, or the, or like the, the purest relationship you can have is like the relationship you have with yourself. I'm paraphrasing like a motherfucker right now, but I've seen something along those lines a lot. And it really resonates with me whenever I see that because I'm just like, you ever see someone you care about and they speak about themselves in a way that you don't like to hear because you know that person is great, but they are talking about themselves in such a negative way that it's like, you start saying something enough, you believe it, right? I think it's hard for some people to give themselves grace, even if they're good at giving it to you. So you got to you got to do that shit for yourself. I think life puts examples of people in front of you that that are like make you think 
this is a really good trait. This is a really good quality. Is that something maybe I want to develop in myself or put people in front of you that you're like, that's something that I never want to do and I never want to think that way, right? Like I want to avoid getting to that place or behaving like this because of what it looks like from this perspective. It's hard. It's hard. I remember when I was uh, like 19, 19, 20, I had a friend. He was 10 years older than me and, I'm, and I hope he's still doing well. Um, I haven't seen him in years. Good dude. Name is Frankie, and uh, maybe he listens to this podcast. Who knows? Sometimes you'd be surprised. So shout out to Frankie. Um, Frankie, he's from Brooklyn. Cool dude. Tatted up. We used to drink together a lot. I hope that he quit drinking just the way I did. I really do. Um, Because he was a great dude with a big heart. But one day he said to me, we were hanging out. He was like, listen, man, just don't be out here staring at these girls. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you never know who else is looking at you while you're doing that. And you just look like a fucking creep if you're out here just staring at people. And I and I never forgot that. And that was like over a decade ago. And I thought that was really cool advice. It also made me really paranoid if I'm staring at people. I don't have a staring problem, but I know some people do. I caught some fucking old lady staring at me on the train the other um, this morning, I think. Shit was weird, man. She had really big eyes. Like those big fish eyes. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think um, it's cool. The 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 most important relationship you have is a relationship with yourself. And I think if you are going through things, there's a way to be proactive. And if you don't know how to be proactive, then you need to talk to somebody. Because there's also that other end of it where like you're friends with someone. And... They are just constantly hitting you up, talking about how fucking unhappy they are. And it's just exhausting. You know, I always feel bad if I can't be there for someone, but you truly can't be there for everyone all the time, especially if those people are not trying to make their situation better and being proactive on their own. Now, this is a thing that keeps coming up. Now that I'm done, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that for now. So the song uh, Africa by Toto. Toto? Okay, the song by Toto, Africa, came out in 1982. And it comes on all the time. And I'm pulling up the information on it. Because someone Googled, why is Africa by Toto so famous? The song's popularity is aided by the fact that it's actually a very well-crafted piece of music. Blah, blah, fucking blah. I'll be honest with you. Every time I hear the song, I I hate it. I hate it. I can't stand it. I don't understand why. Um, Why is it called Toto? All-encompassing. Yo, man. Whatever, bro. I'm not even going to sit here and look up any information about this. I just want to say, and I'm not trying to do a hate fest, but I just get annoyed. Do you have songs? Hey, listen, you can email me at podcast at gmail.com and tell me if you have any songs that every time you hear them, you just are like, why do we still even play this? There's a, there's actually, I'm, I've been thinking about making a list of songs that I'm done hearing. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Boom. This is a controversial opinion. 
Don't want, I don't ever need to hear that song again. I think we've just done it too much. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my God. Also, every time I hear it, I think of the Nutty Professor because Montel Williams, Montel Jordan, Montel Jordan. He was in the, he was in the club scene performing that song when Eddie Murphy and Jada Pinkett walked into the fucking club before Dave Chappelle roasted Eddie Murphy as Sherman Clump on a date with Jada Pinkett, Miss Carla Purdy. I think that was her name in the movie. Why do I remember that? Because I've seen the movie a million fucking times. All right, listen. Uh, if you have any songs that annoy you every time you hear them and you're just like, why do we still play this? Please write in. I got a whole... I might, I'm toying with the idea of doing an episode on songs that I don't get. One time, a long time ago, I think it was episode 14 of this very podcast. And I know it was over two years ago, actually, because it was before I quit drinking. I'm not sober on that episode, but it is apparently one of the best episodes I've ever done in in terms of the numbers. You know, Jay-Z said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Um, and I talked about the Titanic and I talked about before I did the podcast, I watched the movie and how for a long time I was like, I fucking hate that movie. And then I realized that I was just saying that, right? I watched the movie and it was incredible. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Always have, always will. Please don't do something crazy in the next couple of days because then I can't say that out loud, right? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um... (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so it was good. So maybe I do like the song uh, Africa by Toto, but as of right now, I can't stand it. And maybe I will talk about it next week. Between now and then, do something good for yourself. Take care of yourself because it's going to make the people who love you happy. And it's going to inspire them to take care of their themselves. Take care of themselves. Um, that's just how it works. Right? So think about that, you know? It might be cool, man. All right, listen, take care. Have a great day. Have a great week. Water your plants, feed your pets, and uh, I'll talk to you later.